Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the war, 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 the I'm Rob Brown, Lonzo Reitzel, over on the other side of the metaphorical glass, my co-host and commander-in-chief every time we drop these pods for you. Again, if you are not already subscribed, if you are stumbling upon us for the first time, you went, wait a minute, they traded McCaffrey. Let's go see what Panther Nation had to say about it. Well, do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you found us. Hit the heart button or the icon of whatever type it is and make sure that you are subscribed to the Views from Entry podcast and spread us around on your social media. Let the rest of Panther Nation know that we are out here talking pigskin of the silver and blue with you. All right, so... The Friday edition of the pod is the pod where we talk about the game upcoming. And that, of course, is Tampa Bay. Tom Brady and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel north to Charlotte and enter the bank to take on our Carolina Panthers, the now Christian McCaffrey-less Carolina Panthers. And we'll start at that spot, though, because... And you and I were watching pressers before we came in here to drop the pod. Uh, First off, Chuba Hubbard, Dante Foreman. These two guys are going to be the guys. They are going to get their touches. And we are going to get to, I think for the first time truly this season, kind of get a feel for what we expected this season. Now they are the only dudes. You know, we have been talking about, uh, you know, I hear the catchphrase keep pounding, and my thought is you should add the words, the rock, onto the end of it. So we ought to see this team run the ball 50 times this weekend with two running backs. Now both of them not only competing with each other, but competing to show who is the bell cow moving forward with 22 out on the West Coast. We should see a hefty amount of runs, predominantly because you don't trust P.J. Walker to throw the ball down the field. Sam Darnold is on his 21-day return window. I do not think or know that he will be available this weekend. Probably not. Bakes out. He's not going to be there. So you got P.J., you got uh, you got Easton back there backing him up. You're not going to be throwing the football, and Tampa knows that. Now I want to see. 
when the defense knows you're running the ball, with the offensive line playing as well as it has, and with two guys now competing to show that they should be the running back of the future for this team, though, we ought to just go jumbo, old school, 1960s, line it up and shove it down your throat football and see if that is maybe the identity we've been lacking. All right, so because I believe in being consistent, I'm going to disagree with you on this, and, and here's why. All right, so if you're a Tampa Bay's defense, you're looking and going, okay, who do we key on? What What is this offense? I, don't, I mean, when McCaffrey was there, like a day ago, you knew who they'd be focusing on. Now you don't know. And just because P.J. Walker didn't throw anything over five yards last week doesn't mean he won't this week. Because if the defense has the same mentality that you do, and they should, they're going to believe that Carolina is going to come out and test those two running backs who haven't had enough carries, and they're going to stack the box. Last week, the box was stacked, but Ben McAdoo decided to not throw the ball deeper. He's been asked about that a bunch, and he's said, well, that, was, you know, that isn't what we decided. We come in with a game plan. So your game plan was just to run the ball and not throw the ball that far. So if Tampa Bay looks at what uh, the Panthers did last week, they're going to stack that box, and there's going to be some receivers open. Uh, DJ Moore's going to be open. And then there's, there's another competition – uh, that you didn't mention because we hadn't got to yet. It's it's the receiver competition because Robbie Anderson's gone. That number two position is open. Who's going to take that spot? There are some decent receivers on this team. Who's going to? Now, I know they actually have to have the ball thrown their way. True, <laughs> and maybe they're just competing on who runs the crispest routes, but. There's a competition there, too, and those guys are going to want to show, hey, I am the number two, or who knows, maybe even the number one. Uh, You are looking at the opportunity for uh, DJ Moore to kind of elevate his game, and and, and I think you're spot on. Right right now, DJ Moore is the 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 weapon. He's the weapon that that they're going to try to take away. You are exactly correct. He is the weapon. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I would love to see him – go above and beyond and make some plays. But the reality is, as we pointed out last week, P.J. Walker of 16 passes, five or was it six of them went beyond the line of scrimmage. One of them was caught. It was for one yard advancement. You can have Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and Calvin Johnson out there. If your quarterback can't throw a pass the line of scrimmage, it doesn't matter, right? But, yes, this is an opportunity now. And, and I guess that's the other part of it. You know, the last couple of weeks – I have called this an on-the-job audition uh, for Steve Wilkes, right? Like it's an on-the-job audition for him to try to show. Yeah, they do thinner. keep t- they keep they, they start taking pieces away from me and say, uh, "Hey, Steve, win with oh, this." I promise you, Steve yeah. Wilkes is furious right yeah. now. He can say he's not, and I respect that. But I promise you, Steve Wilkes is heated right now because any chance that he had to go out there and snag three or four or five, susp- you know, surprise wins and show, "Hey, I rallied the troops." I'm at the point now where I'm like, yeah, Steve Wilkes ain't the head coach next year because you're not winning games this year. I mean, maybe we pick up one win against, like, Detroit, but that's really it. Although if if they do win now, he might not get the job because they don't want him to win. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, So I think this is – it's an on-the-job audition for Steve Wilkes. Sure, right? And and listen, can Steve Wilkes do enough that he could justify being named the head coach even if the Panthers only win another game or two? I honestly think yes. Yes. You show me a, a, a locker room that is gelled. 
You show me a team that is gelled. You show me a team that's going out there and punching people in the mouth, even if they only win one or two or three games. And I, I, you know, I at least give them the same interview process I would give everybody else in the offseason. This is an on-the-job audition for Steve, but it's an on-the-field audition for everybody else on this roster that isn't already a guarantee. Like I mentioned, Brian Burns ain't going nowhere. Derek Brown ain't going nowhere. Uh, in fact, I think Shaq Thompson is probably the only defender that will be traded before the trade deadline November 1st, and that's really only because Shaq Thompson's got a contract that's not team-friendly, and we're just trying to restructure to be team-friendly right now. Uh, Luvu, Jackson, Woods, they're not Horn. They're not going anywhere. But... For the rest of these cats, you know who it is an on-field audition for? It is an on-the-field audition for uh, Shai Smith. It's an on the certainly for Terrence Marshall Jr., right? Marshall Jr., when he came in from LSU, I remember during that draft uh, saying, I think this kid's got the chance to be a future player, right? Like a, like a really, really good red zone specialist, jump ball guy. He's really not been involved all that much. This is a really good opportunity for TMJ. It's a really good opportunity for uh, Chenault Jr. to kind of take that next step and move forward and show that, hey, you don't need Robbie Anderson. You got me. He already did that. That Saints game, he had a phenomenal game, right? He did, and then then he got hurt. And then got hurt. I am here uh, to to, to tell you, this is the the on-the-field audition for a lot of players. And, you know, I, I go back to what I said about those guys on the defensive side of the ball early, and it starts this Sunday against Tampa Bay. I am, if I am Scott Fitterer, if I am Steve Wilkes, if I am David Tepper all the way down, I am now walking into the locker room today, this morning, after the news broke, right? Sam Darnold said he woke up to the news of McCaffrey being traded. I don't think anybody knew. I'm walking in the locker room, and I'm saying, fellas, here's the deal. We expect this franchise, we demand this franchise to be good next year. Not, okay, not, hey, it was a better year, good next year. And we expect this franchise to be great contender in 2024. And so now every one of you get to look in the mirror and ask yourself a question. Do I want to be a part of that? Do I want to be one of the guys that in 2024, when this team is a contender in the NFC, Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Do I want to be able to say to myself, I was a part of that? Do I want to come back here to Charlotte in 10 or 15 or 20 years when we are doing the ring ceremony, when we are doing the reunion, 
when they are unveiling names and numbers in the ring of honor, do I want to be a guy who gets called and told, hey, it's the 20-year reunion of the Super Bowl. We're putting your number up on the ring of honor. Do I want to be that guy that enters the circle with Keekly and Smith and DeLome and all of these greats? Or do I not? And if you don't, that's okay. But we want a bunch of guys who want to be the foundation of history for Charlotte, for Carolina, for this football team, and you have the rest of this year to decide, is that me or ain't it? And if it's not, that's okay. There's the door. We won't be mad. We won't hold it against you. We'll get you to the best place we can get you. That helps us as well. But if you want to be a part of the future of this franchise, now is the time to go out there to put Tom Brady on his earth and win this game and compete and fight and show us that you want to do that. All right, so if I'm the uh, the defensive coordinator this week, I'm bringing props when I'm talking to the defense. Just bringing one prop. And that prop is, it's, I don't know, it's about eight inches by eight inches, and it's uh, called a think pad. I'm bringing that think pad, and, I, and I'm, I'm holding it up in front of the defense, and I'm saying this. We want this thing tossed. We want it thrown multiple times on that other side of the field because if Tom Brady is throwing his think pad, you guys are doing your job. If Tom Brady is screaming at his offensive line, you're doing your job, and you guys can do this to him. I want at least six think pads broken before the end of this game. (laughs) This is your goal. Every time you get to Tom Brady, that's another think pad gone, and you need to do this, and you can do this, and take pleasure after you sack him, cause a fumble, or intercept. Just go to go come to our sidelines and look at the Tron when they show him throwing the think pad, and you've won the day. Tom Brady is susceptible right now. He absolutely is. With all my doubts all our doubts for the offensive side of the ball for Carolina, the defense is definitely the strong suit. And a defense, I believe, is averaging about one touchdown per game the last few games. So the defense can actually score some points, and Tom Brady can help you do that. You put some pressure on him, and he throws an interception. Some will say he's the greatest of all time. I'm never going to be that guy. But I will say this, he's not this year. And if you've ever wanted to, if if you know this is this is if you're on the defense and you know this is Tom Brady's last year, you got two chances to actually knock him on his butt. Isn't that a little more motivation? It absolutely is. Oh, for sure. And he's he's not having a good couple weeks. For the record, just so we're clear, I'm not saying I don't want the guys to go out there and 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 try to lose. I'm just saying we're not good enough to win. There's a difference. I, I want fight. It's you just can, like I said, you can win accidentally. What was my? It's possible. I agree. I'm, I don't. I think there's another win for us somewhere on the schedule between here and the end of the year. I don't think we're ended one at sixteen. Yeah, we've looked. It's not a murderer's row of competition. Yeah. It absolutely is not, including within your own division. Yeah, there's a there's another the win toughest team there. in your division is Atlanta. Yeah, New Orleans is very beatable right now. Atlanta, despite Mar- Marcus Mariota flipping me the bird over and over, Atlanta is beatable. Pittsburgh, despite beating uh, Tampa last week, and that was the best we've seen Pittsburgh all year. That was the anomaly, the exception, not the rule. Pittsburgh's beatable. Hell, the Detroit Lions are certainly beatable. It might cost us the first round, uh, the first overall draft pick to do it, but that's a beatable. There's another win, maybe two, coming somewhere down the pipe. I won't go any more than two, but there's another win or two coming down the pipe. What I'm asking for, what did I say on the pod a week ago when we talked about the setup for L.A.? 
I'm not expecting a win. I don't want to win. I'm not looking for a win. I am looking to see. I'll say I don't remember. I've been mad at you all day. That's so. fair. I am looking to see 53 men on the roster, dressed out, going out there, and fighting like their lives depend on it. I want to see them go out there and punch L.A. in the face and make it a game. And defensively, they absolutely did that. I'm looking for the same thing. Tampa Bay's defense has struggled in the face of a lot of good offenses this year. I want them to struggle again. I want them to – you know what I want the first segment on ESPN Sports Center Sunday night to be? Tom Brady and the Buccaneers struggling on the road at the woeful Carolina Panthers. Like, I want them to be asking what the hell is wrong with Tampa Bay after we get done with them this Sunday. I don't think we win this game. We're 13-point underdogs, and I took the Buccaneers to cover that. Without CMC, we're even more woeful on offense than I thought. But defensively, I just want when this game is over, when they flip to Sports Center with SVP, I want Scott to come on and go, what is wrong with Tampa? I want us to make Tampa look like they are not a contender. That's it. I want fight. I want heart. I want to see we are setting ourselves up to be good next year and great the year after that. I want to see who wants to be a part of that. That's it. That's all I'm looking for in this game. All right. I got to admit, I'm still too brokenhearted to have any parting words or anything. So uh, maybe next week I'll be a little more positive if no more of the team gets traded away and they actually compete against Tampa Bay. We'll find out. Because the next pod drops on Monday. And Lonzo might be in a better mood. Maybe. Shoulder shrug. Possibly. We'll find out. Appreciate you guys listening again. It is the Views from Entry podcast available where major podcasts are found on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Apple iTunes, on Google Play, or free on the Odyssey app. Do us a favor. We would very much appreciate you spreading the word about the podcast, getting people to come in and engage the conversation. At Lonzo on Word on Twitter, at The Rob Brown Show. You can keep the conversation going with us on social. For Lonzo, my name is Rob Brown. We'll see you back here on Monday to do it all over again. It's the Views from Mitch Street Podcast. Keep pounding, baby!